This conference will now be recorded. Enjoy the sermon of Alberta. Alberta, prepare one of these days. Hopefully, uh, one of these weekends, you are going to. You are going to. You are going to preach. You are going to yes. share. When when you talk about preaching, it's not just sharing one or two experiences of yourself and stuff like that. I don't know. So get ready. Yes. Get ready. Um, but I was really enjoying what you have started. I was really enjoying what you have started, but it's it's so good. Sorry for the delay in late posting of the link. As you are aware, I made it known that yesterday that there wouldn't be any noon session. I was supposed to travel today, but something happened. And I had to return home. I had even started the journey. But some of us, we, we operate with the spirit of God. So when the old man spoke that it is not good to go, I retained. And instead of even telling them about it, I oh, forgot and I slept. Uh, so forgive. Okay, I slept uh, so so tired. That's one thing I don't love about sleeping. You, know, you sleep, uh, then you wake up and you are even tired from the sleep. You're even tired. Sapama would tell me I didn't sleep enough, but some of us, uh, ten fifteen minutes sleep is okay for the body. We are going to have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Um, well, because of the doom, so I don't know how long this session will end. So I want to continue with <sighs> Father, we thank you for an opportunity to come and learn at your feet. Spirit divine, I commit my soul, my body, and my spirit into your hands. Speak through me, give me the grace and your sons and your daughters to the spirit of understanding. I come against any spirit that will rise up against this session. Amen. 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 I'll be I'll be a bit slow, but as time goes on, I'll pick up. I'll be a bit slow, but as time goes on, I'll pick up. I will continue with our Holy Ghost, our teachings on the Holy Spirit. Our teachings 
on the Holy Spirit. That is what I want us to focus on. The last time teaching on dreams, uh, right after the session, I think um, Alberta asked me uh, and you want to, uh, they want the grace to interpret dreams. I saw you also, hey, always he wants to see. And now he wants to interpret dreams. It's still back to the few pointers I gave about the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit is, is his own boss. He decides the vessel to use. Even if a vessel is yielding, if a vessel is available, it is the Holy Spirit that determines who and how to operate in the person. The giftings of God can never be bought. It is not sold at Cantamanto. Mokola, Abu Blusi, or Madina Market. The anointing of God can never be bought. It is priceless. The Holy Spirit can never be bribed. So those who are desirous of a certain gift, all what you have to do is just desire. But though you are desiring, it is still his, his responsibility to determine whether to give or not to give. So when we understand these principles of the Holy Spirit, everything about our Christian life will be so simple. So once you are desiring, and most of us say, eh, our desires and our expectations are not grounded in law are not granted with good intentions or motives. One time, a sorcerer saw the apostles manifesting the glory, the power of God. The right after, the sorcerer went to see the apostles and was determined to use money to buy the giftings of God. 
Torios is to desire. Some of you, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see. Nah. It's not like you want to see because of a certain assignment. You just feel like you want to see some. But before this third dispensation, God will, will, will manifest itself in your life. His focus is on your motive. Ah, you are what you want to see. What is the motive of you wanting to see? What is your motive? Alberta want to see what was her motive of wanting to see. You want to interpret dreams. What is the motive of you wanting to interpret dreams? And even when it comes to the realm of the interpretation of dreams, have you ever asked yourself what the interpreter goes through? The giftings are not enough. If someone brings me this medical instrument, and I don't know how to use these instruments. Or I am not skilled in using it, I will not even get the necessary resource. But I keep on telling the people very close to me, seeing it's nothing, no. It is nothing. The same way you see with your physical eyes, the same thing in the spiritual eye, too. It is nothing. The mere fact you see also does not mean that you are maturing. In God. When I am done with these teachings and I started teaching on palmistry and activating the third eye, I can physically teach you by science.
how to open your third eye. Your third eye is different from your spiritual eye. You see, I don't know whether this thing was true or not. But those days when we were young, now I used to hear that if you want to see, if you want your eyes to open, after they are finished pounding fufu, they will put water in it, leave it outside. The next day, when you use the water to wash your face, you begin to see. You begin to see. I don't know whether it was true or not. But there is one thing I know about. When you expose water in a container, you expose it to outside. It is easier for spirits from the ocean to come and live in such places. I don't know whether it was true or not with regards to washing the face. There are certain plants that you can apply these plants on the eyes of somebody. And the person will begin to see. So seeing is not a proof of your spirituality. There has been a lot of distortion with regards to the giftings of the Spirit of God. So if you're a child of God and you're operating a certain gift, you are not even away. You are made to feel You are not there with God. And that's the purpose of this session. I don't want you people to put a lot of pressure on yourself. Just give me the opportunity to walk you through these things. I want everyone to know that God is with them. And whether they see or not, they can still manifest the awesome presence and power of God. Ah, thank you, Jesus. So those out there, Ima and his people, Who are so desirous of a certain gift to your sisters to be desire, desire, and have a motive. For God is more interested in your motive. So when you are able to see what's next, the girl in Acts chapter 16 with the spirit of divination. The girl was able to see all right.
but she had monetized her giftings. So it's all about the motive. If you don't have any motive, forget. God is not into concerts. He's a very serious man. And he only operates with purpose, people with purpose. Good. Today, I will focus on one part. of the Holy Spirit. Let me give you a recap. That the Holy Spirit is a third dispensation of God. And I told you that the Holy Spirit is a boss of his own. He decides the vessel to use, but he still operates with the law of free will. That before the Holy Spirit can use you, you must be able to yield yourself. And the third thing I spoke about is the Holy Spirit does not operate with our emotions. Then I also made you aware, based on the scripture our dear sister read in First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse four. Verse 1, 2, 3, up to 8, 10. That there are certain diversities of the gifts of God. There are certain diversities of the mysteries of God. And there are certain diversities of the operations of God. The Holy Spirit is your body. The row of your hands are different from the row of your legs. The row of your teeth is different from the row of your tongue. The row of your stomach is different from the row of your shoulders and your eyes. But all these things make the body complete. So the mere fact that your church does certain things in a certain way, it is not a guarantee to look down upon people. I made you aware that when you talk about the giftings of the Holy Spirit, which is the diversities of the gifts, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10, Paul spoke about dying, grouped into three, the revelational, the vocal, and the power. And I also made you aware that all these giftings are for the edification of the church. But I still went further to explain from the word of God in the book of Romans that there are certain unseen giftings of God. In Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8, I think so. There are certain things that people do in church but because the person is not seen the person is not prophesying one might look down upon the person but in first in romans chapter 12 paul same paul 
verse 6 to 8, made us understand that there are other parts of the what diversities of the giftings. There are other parts of the giftings that the Bible of First Corinthians did not capture. First Corinthians only captured chapter 12, captured the visible ones in the church. And I told you that even your ability to teach, your ability to teach, your ability to teach is a gift. Your ability to usher your ability to serve in the church it's a gift but unfortunately because the world has now turned on a certain trajectory it is the church that decides roles that one way or the other based on modernity and branding in the church i also told you that some people they are leaders there's a certain gift to lead there are so many things a man of god cannot do there are so many things it doesn't matter how anointed you are as a man of god you will not be able to do those things but because diversities god has ordained people as leaders so they will come and use their leadership skills to support the work of the ministries i made you aware it is not everybody who can be kind to others it is not everybody i also told you that there are some people they are given so if you are able if you are able to guess this key verse in your church you are gone also for is that something you want us to do with such people, God raises them with a heart, a heart to support the ministry. And the more they support the ministry, yes, it's not prayer. Yes, it's not prayer. If you have the giftings to give money to support the work of God, the more you are supporting the work of God, the more your money will be coming. So at times when you hear that somebody has single-handedly built a church, don't be surprised. And don't think that the person is a fool or the person does not have a family and the person does not know what to do with money. Let me tell you, when you give to God, eh, 
it is spiritual medicine that you can do. There are a lot of spiritual medicines out there, but you people don't know. You people don't know. But others, that is the gifting that God has given to them. I also told you that the Spirit of God operates in a certain atmosphere. And the mere fact that you operate in a certain gift does not mean you operate in an office. Anytime God wants a certain thing to be done in a gathering, in an atmosphere, the Spirit of God, the first thing the Spirit of God will do is I have an agenda for this session. I want to speak to my people. Are there any vessel available? Are the vessels willing to yield to the Spirit of God? So based on the atmosphere that has been created, God will speak through somebody. I also made you aware that the mere fact that you use a certain gift does not mean you operate in that office. And that has been one of the issues with the modern day church. A prayer warrior, because of a certain consistency in prayer, and God began, don't forget that God loves his people. So God wanted a certain message to be given to his people. So because at that moment, he was a vessel that has yielded. The spirit of God operated through him. The mere fact that the spirit of God operated through him does not mean he is a he is operating from that office does not mean does not mean and i gave the analogy of a carpenter if you have an issue, a carpentry issue in your home, and you go for a carpenter's hammer and nails, and you come to fix the issue in the home, does that make you a carpenter? The answer is a big no. And that has been the issue with the church. The mere fact that God spoke to me does not mean that I am a prophet. The mere fact that God used me to heal others does not mean that I am a healer. So when you are with God and you begin to understand the giftings and the operations of the Holy Spirit, you will love to know the old man for yourself.
and you will not depend and on your and on your suffering. The enemy has succeeded in making our pastors, whether consciously or unconsciously, king goes. Hello, hello, who is this seven? Oh. oh, it's well, it's well, it's well, it's well. So, as I was saying, having the giftings. It's nothing. I also spoke about the fivefold ministry. The role of an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, and an evangelist. The system of the world too has also made some of these offices superior than the others so somebody who's calling is a pastor somebody who's calling is a pastor the next day you see a poster of the person apostle prophets so a lot of people are working in 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 Christian dome with a certain mistaken identity. Most of the people that we see and we call prophets are not prophets. Most of the people we see we call pastors are not pastors. Most of the people we see we call them evangelists are not evangelists. Most of the people we see and we call them apostles are not apostles. There are a lot of people in the church working with a certain mistaken identity and i hope and pray that none of us none of us shall be victims of this mistaken identity good today i am going to focus on when you use when you allow the spirit of god to operate in you if you allow the word of knowledge if you allow the words of wisdom, if you allow the discerning of spirits, if you allow God to use you 
to execute any of his mandates. What does the Spirit of God expect from the vessel? So if you have a certain gift or you operate within a certain gift, God is expecting a certain growth from that gifting. The mere fact that we meet, hey, then God speaks to somebody. What does God expect from that vessel? So when you are a somebody that God operates with the gift of word of knowledge, what God expects from you when it comes to your growth is the spiritual knowledge. When you are somebody that God usually uses to give a certain word of wisdom, what God expects from you is a certain spiritual growth. When God operates with you with a gift of faith, the effect on your body, on your soul, is a certain growing in the faith. Same way for the working of miracles. When you get to a certain maturity stage, you will just believe in miracles. You will just believe in healing when you pray with the gift of prophecy the maturity stage is exhortation when you pray with the gift of tongues the maturity stage is a praying in tongues when you pray with the interpretation of tongues the next stage of growth is a private interpretation. So, therefore, the spiritual gifts has a certain corresponding effect. On the vessel. So you cannot operate with the certain gifts of God and still not grow in your relationship with God. If you claim you are a prophet or you operate with the gift of prophecy and you are still having issues with your life, it's an indication that you are not growing in the maturity of the gifts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hmm. As well. Is there any question up to now? Before I focus on the first part of First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eight to ten the revelation gifts.
Is there any question? Yes, please. If there is no. Good. Apostle, Apostle, is it possible that you pray in certain gifts and God will take back his own gift depending on like your certain things you do, God will take it back from you? The giftings are not for you. You see, you are not getting it. Alberta, you have an issue with your electrical cables. And you realize that you need a paper tip to fix it. There's a certain electrician out there. You call Brown Coffee. Can I get a black tip? He gives you the black tip right after he takes it back. Does it mean the gift is yours? A gift is a gift. Even when it comes to the giftings, we have two or three categories of the giftings. So the other day, Paul saw then had become a prophet because he was in the prophetic atmosphere. From that day, Saul never operated with the gift of prophecy again. So the question is, is it because of what he did that God took that gift from him? No. No. I've told you that the giftings are purposely for the office holders, those who operate in the various offices. If you are a caterer, there are certain tools you will need to cook. That is your fault. If you are learning to be a caterer, they will still require you to come with certain tools to help you learn. There are these aspects of the giftings of God. Someone operates from the prophetic office. And when you pray from the prophetic office, the gifts of revelation are the tools that the prophet uses. So as you begin to operate in these tools, and as you become very committed and dedicated to it, to then begin to be skilled in the giftings or the tools that you are operating. I hope you are getting me. There are certain giftings, yes. or I call it anointing, that if Ima is a prophet, a prophet automatically operates with the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and the descending of spirits. So these are the tools that makes a prophet. 
So Prophet Imar started his ministry. Don't forget that he is operating from an office. And because he is operating from a certain office, the tools which are his corresponding giftings are attached to that office. Good. Some way, somehow, if Imam loses his connection with God, I will answer the question so you you might get certain things with the giftings that go on or the office so Yuma is operating from the CIA Because Yuma was given some small power, Yuma began to abuse the power. There are a lot of ranks higher than the rank Yuma was operating with. But because Yuma was so faithful to the rank they gave him, his superiors did not add or increase or promote him. But within the oppressions of Yuma and within the people out there, they know that Yuma is from CIA and Yuma operates with a certain power. It's the same way with the giftings of God. If it is a gift and don't operate in an office, the moment you are used, period, it goes back to the source. Because he wants something to be done at that particular moment. So we are dealing with two people here. We are dealing with somebody who is operating a gift from an office. And somebody who is operating a gift, not from an office two two things so at times you hear the gifts of god are without repentance it is true when you are operating from a gift from the office from the realm of an office an office of the fivefold ministry that god grants you a certain gift to help you function and you abuse your office god will not empower your gifts so if you're operating from the same realm when you had the gift that is why there's a lot of men of god who are out there and messing up but they can still do whatever they are doing if the man of god was operating from the giftings of an office, he will still be able to function. And commission obey the healing obey. Be he will be able to do it. But the difference is God will not add more 
God will not add more. God will not add more to him or her. Alberta, you get it? Is there any follow-up question? I want you people to ask questions. I want you people to understand this teachings of the Holy Spirit. So when we are done and we are praying and we are asking God that God, grant me this spirit. You know what you are asking for. Is there any question? Alberta, are you okay? Yes, please. Apostle, I'm okay. Good. Thank you very much. Good. Now, let me get to the page. Someone is asking, as a newborn believer, how do you identify my spiritual gift? My spiritual gift. You see, you can identify it by your passion or the things you desire. But when you don't identify the giftings, you identify the office. Because when it comes to the giftings, anybody can operate in the gift. Oh, okay. We are all in a bus. We are traveling somewhere. And there's a shortage of money. But somebody among us have registered with MTN. At least you can talk to your people or send me money through this number. Though that number might not be yours. So they will send you money through this number. Then you go for your money. The mere fact that you went for your money does not mean the phone is yours. Or the number is yours. So at times, when you know that you are so desirous of certain giftings of God, don't forget, don't focus on the gift. Focus on the corresponding office. Focus on the corresponding office that operates with that gift. And if it is consistent, then you know that, ah, this is my calling. This is the office that I am operating. This is the office. So some of this thing just comes. At times you can be in a section, the man of God will pick you. You are into the prophetic, you are into this. You're into that. And there's also another error in the church. So you go to Bible school. Then right after the Bible school, they call you a pastor. As you begin to serve a church, as to their system, then they open it. They, 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 they promote you as a reverend. <laughs> then later, later, they promote you as a prophet or an apostle. Then later, 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 
they operate uh, promote you as a bishop. It is an error. You and I know that it is an error. The very first day that your mom gave birth to you, and you were male, or you were female, that was your sex. There was nothing that one can do to change that fact. So it is wrong for churches to give positions to people who do not operate in that office. A day old child is a, is a male. But that male, male, male old child has not gone through the stages of manhood. So that day old child will one day, one day grow. But it still does not change the fact that that old child is a male. These are some of the errors in the church. So there are some people, the church has given them offices, has given them titles, but that is not their calling. That is not their calling. That is not their calling. That is not your calling. Let me answer another question. Is it possible to be a Christian without a spiritual gift? No. It is senapa possible. Senapa. Senapa possible it is not possible as long as you have the spirit of god in you there is a certain giftings of god in you you can be a doctor huh? but spiritually god would have assigned you as a prophet so though medically you are taking care of people but the office in which you operate is a prophetic office so as long as you're on this planet there is a gifting of god in everybody there is any other question where is my water? Any other question? Yuma, uh. how do you grow it? After you have identified it, you grow. You see? So in the Old Testament, we have the school of the prophets. We have the schools of the, of the apostles. We have the school of the teachers. So you grow it. 
by developing on yourself, just working before God. You grow it by learning, seeking knowledge from people that has operated in that gift. Let me give you a typical example. Who can I use? Uh, I want somebody that when I use, there wouldn't be any wahala. Okay. Let me use my... Okay. Let me use Yima. Let me use Yima. Yima is married to Dorothy. Dorothy comes from a family of powerful men of God, same as Yima. The one day I am ministering, Dorothy, your husband, Yuma, is a wizard. In fact, it's because of your, your husband, Yuma, that is why when you eat, you are not satisfied. Remember the dream that you had the other time that someone was saying it was your husband. So after the prophecy, do I know the confusion I have caused in someone's womb? Even when it comes to symbols, and you are interpreting symbols, it is not easy. So you grow, and you grow that gift by being faithful in that gift. Every child of God is a candidate to be spoken to. So I always tell people that every child of God operates as long as you have the spirit of God in you. You operate with all the nine giftings of God. Anything is just like Ah, I want a better analogy. Okay, let's use a stove. You know some stoves, they have electric and they have gas. One stove. So anytime you want to use light, you can use light to cook. Anytime you want to use uh, uh, the gas, you can use gas to cook. The stove is, is already there, ready to be used by Either the gas or the light. It's the same way as any child and the child of God. At times, God will speak to you. And though you are not a prophet, God is speaking to you because you are a child of God. And every child must hear and understand the voice of the Father. But when I operate from an office of a teacher, when I am teaching, the approach I will use to teach. It will be easier for my students to understand it in, than the people, even in our normal schools, where I remember those days when you were in school. There are certain teachers, you knew that these are naturally born teachers. They know how to teach. There are others who you knew that, oh, teacher, they are doing so they understand what they are teaching. 
but how to present it. Yuma, your question about the role of a mentor. God is the number one mentor. And it is also not possible. It is yes or no. You can grow your gifts without a physical mentor. Why? Now there is a lot of materials out there. I quite remember some years back, one of the great influences of my Christian life was Catherine Coleman. And when I read the ghost generals and how this, this lady operated and what she did for God, and later Benny Hay and Juanita Bynums operated from the same realm of Captain Coleman. That day, when Juanita Bynum came to Ghana, actually, it was like a dream come true. I have listened to more than 500 of her sermons. At times I could lock myself. Now it is easy to get sermons. Those times we buy you. <laughs> we buy. I can lock myself three days fasting. I am not praying. I am just listening to sermons. Kachinkoma one time visited me in a vision and came to impact me. Among all the encounters of people that had come to empower me spiritually, the only person I had a physical encounter was Johnny Tabinum when he came to action the first time she came to Ghana. And she picked me and prayed for me. And that says it was a Thursday. I was the only one she prayed for. So, Yuma, your question, the answer is yes. Or no, now there's a lot of materials. Gone were the days that you have to go to a certain man of God and serve. It is good. When God, God directs you, that go and let this man of God help you, mentor you. But lately, the role of mentors. has been compromised. And last time, I think I was talking to Tina or somebody. That now it is, Yuma, I think I was talking to Yuma, you. That it, it has, the role of mentors is now for sale. It is sold to the highest bidder. So there are a lot of, Men of God, this men of God that you know that they have certain questionable characters, they have certain questionable things in their ministry. Most of these people are not even of God, they belong to the more occultic group. 
but they have money. They have money. They have money. So at times, these people go to these established mentors for acceptance. Oh, this man of God is my father. Because what you are. Currently, one of the prophets in Africa that I have been every Sunday, I listen to his church service, Sundays and Wednesdays. Prophet Emmanuel Makandiwa, he's in Zimbabwe. His spiritual father is Kusi Bwati, Kumasi Chapel. But I have been impacted a lot from him through visions, through dreams, and through his sermons. But I have met him once. That was, I think, five, six, seven years when he came to Ghana with Ubet Angel for a conference. So the role of mentors, it is A and B, it is yes and no. You can, there's a, a lot of information out there that can easily be assessed. And you can also go back. The best mentor is the Holy Spirit. Because this man of God will teach you based on his experience and his orientation. So when, when you are a member of ICG, ICGC, whatever they do in the church is based on the orientation of Otterville, same as Lighthouse. So there are certain doctrines of Otterville is based on his orientation. There are certain doctrines of Archbishop Duncan Williams is based on his orientation. Same as Sally Famacon. That is why I say the best person to be your mentor is the source of all these things. And when the Holy Spirit Himself teaches you, ha, ah, it is another level. Mentors are very good. I have a father that I submit to. Even as I speak to you, no, 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 no. My spiritual father wants me to come to his village where he has his, uh, his, his prayer camp. Because he feels that I will be more useful when I am there. Then the people come all over Ghana to see us. Then I will be doing the spiritual work. <clears throat> than me being a crack. But that's not how God the plan of God for my life too. So they are very good. But let the old man, let the old man, let the old man be your mentor. Let the old man be your teacher. Ah. Ah. 
There are some people, their real oil they will create, it is even higher than their spiritual fathers. Mm. It is possible. Somebody like Bishop the Abio is, is, is the next in command to Oidapo. The man who prays on a red hair, that is even higher than Oidapo. Bishop Gemsa. He operates on a realm that is almost at par with Archbishop Duncan Williams. But the difference is one has charisma than the other. And one has learned how to brand himself more than the other. Prophet Anno, don't go there. Prophet Anno's realm is higher than Otago. I'm not talking about physical rank, I'm talking about spiritual ranks. Last time I was talking to one of my sons in, in ICDC. He said, Otago, he has three phones. And all the three phones, there is only one phone that is always with him 24 hours. That is a phone that only Prophet Anno calls on. So the mere fact they have a certain power, times God will take you to somebody, a mentor who doesn't have any power. But God wants you to submit and learn. The first church I attended when I came to Accra was in uh, Paris. By then, it was World Miracle Church. I was at the second branch, uh, the current VIP place. Bishop Hansel, a Paul. By then he was I Apostle Hansel A.J. Paul. By then he was the General Secretary. And one of the resident pastor, one uh, right now is in a, a bishop or him. After God took me to this man said, harvest. Go and learn. From Harvest, I went to Christ's Embassy. Go and learn. So it takes you three months. Just go and learn. Then God took me to Global, Nanata Kodia all night. Go and build your prayer life. Then later took me to Pure Fire, uh, Legon Road, Kisaman, Christian Village. I don't know a church in Ghana that prays like Pure Fire. A Nigerian church. Don't go there. That was where I learned a lot about deliverance. I was just a church member. So in my years on campus, I never checked on campus. The class are outside. Every Sunday I was out. Because I knew where this old man was taking me to. So I need to build. Myself, pure fire. What the hell? Pure fire. In Okamino. In Okamino. Ha. Is that pure fire? I'm putting the SSA. Pure fire dead. In Okamino. At Tamil's church. 
<laughs> Good. So when it comes to the role of mentors, you are very good. But don't limit yourself. Be a student of the spirit. Be a student of the body of Christ. Okay? Know where you are going. And try and learn from other people that operate from the same groups. So based on the knowledge that you have acquired, plus the teachings of the Holy Spirit, even when you come out, you become unique. It should not be like ah, this man's ministry. You will see. <coughs> you see my village people. Ah. God, if he hasn't created water party, I got this one. It will be something else. So. Nice. And you think what I it's so so good. So know why this God is taking you through and try and learn. Spend more time alone in prayer. Ah, Sabbath field. Sabbath field. Miracle center. Right. Your oil, no. We have no idea. Have Holy Ghost sessions alone. Lock yourself. Holy Spirit today, that is you and me. I am ready to be used. I want to drink from, from the Holy Spirit. I want to get drunk in the Spirit. Yahuwah. So at times, God also brings certain people into your life to help in your Christian work. When I came to Legon, one person that really helped in my Christian work was Papa Nico, nice in Canada. Last time I even invited him to come and preach. The first time I saw a student preaching, hey, I want to be like him. We are always on the field. God, praying, praying. Ah, me, I can pray 24 hours, so don't stop. We have been able to build the capacity. So having the giftings is not enough. You must be prepared to sacrifice for the giftings. Fast more. Study the word of God more. Try and know God for yourself. Don't rely on people's orientation. Knowledge about God. Where I have been, you have not been to heaven. For you know, your pastor will never even get closer. Even to where, when you die, the process of death, your pastor will never get closer. So if you are relying on your pastor to make this information known to you, Obechek. Obechek. Last time I was talking to my boy, Alfred. He says, Apostle, when I wake up, the only thing I do is pray. I can lock myself. There is nothing in life that matters to me. I say, hey, as for darkness, we are marrying her this year. It is a realm. It is a realm. It is a realm. So that's 
Just try to know him. Eh? Hey, there. Apostle is not giving me attention. Me, I want someone to pamper me. Okay. I want someone to pamper me. You are there. There are some on my enemy. You are there. My boyfriend is on my enemy. I am lonely. Who told you I'm lonely? Who told you? Do you know the angels that have surrounded you? Yesterday, <laughs> I saw 24 angels of comfort around Safuma. And Safuma was the apostle. What were they? Where, where, what, were, oh, what, were, what were they <laughs> in, my, in my house? I, I, just, I was just laughing now before I realized that I was asleep. I was just laughing now, then I slept. I slept for 10 minutes. And I was laughing. I slept and I woke up still laughing. Who told you I alone? Who told you? Who told you God is not with you? You see, it's because you are listening to someone's orientation. The person told you that, ha, ah, God must operate in a certain way. So when this God is not operating in, a certain, in this way, it means that, that that God is not with you. It's a lie. Try and know him for yourself. That is why everyone on this air planet has the spirit of God in them. When you die, let me tell you, when it's, it is time for you to go, the spirit of you of God in you will go to God. The first thing is the spirit in you will go to God. Say, hey, okay, the person's time is up. Then they will release the angel of, uh, uh, of, of, of death to come and, and, and release your soul for your soul to start the journey of no return. The spirit goes back to God. The spirit of God that he breathed into you, it does not suffer with you in hell. Who told you that you are going to suffer with, with God, with the spirit of God in hell? You have no idea who you are. Most of the things about my work with God, it is nobody who taught me, it is God himself. Recently, when God, God showed me my rank, he took me to the heavens and he gave me, he showed me that this is your seat. And I saw people, I saw angels barring out to me. Say, hey, now you're going to point again. I mean, say, hey, that's my suffering. Hey, me, I have suffered. Oh, oh you are believing of a small pain. Hey, you are there, you are getting rough, rough. We have suffered. This body. So, me, mm, my body. I don't have time for my body. This body. Yeah, times I pity, I pity, I pity my body. So this body has suffered. So yesterday when I read Apostle into Miss post about his sufferings on this earth for God, ah, I sent it to some of you people. I can relate. I can relate. I can relate. Just mention the sicknesses in this world that me, I have not been there before. Small pain, you are there. You are crying. God has disappointed you. Do you think God is interested in your cry? Grow! Just this morning, one lady, she's pregnant. Because, Apostle, uh, I, am, I am pregnant. I am, I am, pray for me. I am, I am, I am vomiting. I don't know what to do. I said, hey! Me cry, me cry, me cry, me me cry, By then, God, have his own go. Or told you grow this morning, and you want me to pray for you. Pray for yourself. Get water. Go and read Psalm three and four. When you are down with a certain infirmity, Psalm three and four. They are the they are the general scriptures. Pro use these scriptures. 
pray over water and drink. Sometimes when you have an issue and you call your sofa, let me tell you, if your sofa is not an intercessor, that when you have an issue, you call like, it's okay, don't worry, I'm going to look into it for you. Okay, see you it. He's going to pray about it. Then you put the phone there and you'll be enjoying with your wife. I will be watching football and you are there you are thinking that your pastor is praying for you when learn to know the old man yourself and stop depending on people stop depending on people that pain that you are going through is for a purpose ha huh. it's for a purpose it's for a purpose so try and know the purpose of god in that pain let me continue. Hey, Mama Master Sai in the crowd. Is there any question? Before I move to today, I want to touch. On the revelation gifts. Then tomorrow. I will narrow it down. Is there a question? There is none. Okay. As I said earlier, I will be focusing on the revelationary gifts. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10. And when we talk about the revelationary gift, the focus is basically on three things i am going to spend a lot of time and teach you so many things about the revelationary gift the revelationary gift is just called or that category of giftings is called revelationary gifts It is because they reveal something. The gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits has something to do to do with revealing something, revealing the known or the unknown. Among all the giftings of God, the revelation gifts is the most controversial. And the giftings that is criticized more than the other giftings because it reveals something. The word of wisdom has something to do with the essence of Christ. The word of knowledge 
when I did the teachings on the day's bonds, I made you aware that anytime you come to this earth planet, the very day you were spotted on this earth planet, there is a camera that one way or the other is placed on you. There's a certain monitoring spirit that it's called a familiar spirit that is assigned to you. So as we go on with our activities on this earth planet, there are two cameras on us. A camera from God recording our acts, our actions and inactions, and a camera from a monitoring spirit that is recording the things of the past. The reason why the word of knowledge is very critical in the life of every believer is because it reveals the mind of God pertaining to the things in the future. The difference between us as somebody who is operating in the other side is what lies in the future. It is not possible for the enemy, for Satan to know what lies in the future. He doesn't have that power. He can only project or assume. So when Herod heard about baby Jesus, it was an assumption that let's kill all the children, right? Because by so doing, we'd have killed that baby Jesus. That is why, as a child of God, we have, we have to be very careful about the things that God tells you about the future. You have to be very careful with the things that comes up from your lips about the future. Because the enemy does not have access to what lies ahead. Your life, your destiny is in the hands of the Lord. And because it is in the hands of Elohim, he knows what lies ahead of you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm. Ah. The very strong presence of God here. The wisdom of God or the word of wisdom is part of God's total knowledge concerning the future. I've already made you aware that the moment you came on this earth planet, you came with a package. So it is the word of wisdom that gives you an idea of what lies ahead of you. God does not reveal everything to his vessel, his people. That is why in the good book it says, we see and we prophesy in past. 
God only reveals what is required for a ministry or for a purpose at a particular time. God doesn't talk too much. Come, papa, no, you only time cry. Compare God, baby, crazy. God doesn't have time. So anytime he, he speaks about the future, he's revealing to you what is required for your ministry and for your purpose at that particular moment. When you read Second Kings chapter 5, 2 Kings chapter 5, I think verse 20, it talks about Elisha and Gehazi. A relationship between a master and a servant. Do you know why Gehazi was able to lie, even to the master? Because he knows that the master does not know everything. He was hoping that Elisha, at that particular time, will not operate in his giftings. When he reached the same second case chapter 4, Elisha had an encounter with a woman. And Elisha admitted in verse 24 of second Kings chapter 4, 27 of second Kings chapter 4, that God has not revealed what happened to the widow, to the widow's son, to him. He didn't know. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. So as a child of God, You can operate in the word of wisdom. Ah, you are praying about your marriage, and God will give you a glimpse of what lies ahead of you. You are praying about a certain career choice, and God will give you a glimpse of what lies ahead of you. You are operating in the word of knowledge. When you read Acts chapter 11, I think verse 28 about one prophet, the New Testament prophet called Agabus. Do you know that there's somebody within the TPN network? The person's uh, nickname is Agabus. Uh, I know some of you want to know, I will not tell you. Mm. That's the name they used to call that person on campus. They call him Agabus, Prophet Agabus. In Acts chapter 11, he operated in the word of wisdom when he revealed that there was going to be a certain famine. The same Agabus 
prophesying us about Paul's imprisonment. So the word of knowledge reveals things about the future. William, I know, yeah, William knows the person. William, William knows the Agabus. William knows the Agabus. He knows. Jose Agabus, it's not a bad name. My, my prayer director, David was called Agabus. Hey, when David is prophesying, uh, Agabus. That was the name they, they, they used to call him on campus. Prophet Agabus. Now you know. If you go and call him Agabus. Good. So how is the word of knowledge impacted? The word, one of the ways the word of knowledge is impacted in the life of a believer is hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And when you operate with a certain giftings, like the word of knowledge and you are always out there operating in that gift a time will come you'll be so skilled in hearing from god it will be part of you and when it comes to the word of knowledge when you operate and you develop that giftings of the word of knowledge. What as a child of God, you uh, the, the word of wisdom. What as a child of God, you get, or when you mature, it is what we call spiritual wisdom. The spiritual wisdom is an impartation as a result of your ability to operate in the word of knowledge. Don't forget that we have the human spirit and the human will. So when the human spirit is yielded to the Holy Ghost, somewhere, somehow, it will rub on the human will. And when it rubs on the human will, when you develop your giftings of the word of knowledge, Huh. Even when you speak and it is your own counsel, you speak and those ways, it's like prophecy. So if you want to develop your word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, you must learn how to hear from God. His voice, his eyes, You must learn how to. The second thing, you must also learn to discipline yourself. One thing that is lacking in the church is discipline. 
And most of these things, I also blame the women. A coalition come back, hey, has got in there. Or shall come back, yeah, miracle, hey, has got in there. Do you know what I am so scared of? The praise of men. I've got into a certain state in my life that I know that everybody can change. And you will never know the true identity of somebody until it is revealed to you. There is something bad about my life. I'm going to tell you today. It's not good. At times, it, it makes me a bit odd. Anytime God brings somebody to my life, the first thing that I do is my projection. So all the people that are connected to me, I know when my relationship with you will end. I know. <laughs> I know. And if you are somebody that operates in the world of, of wisdom, it is so simple. And it will guide you. This brother who had now come into your life, and that is, is behaving like an angel. Last night, I was talking to one of my girls, Apostle. Hey, Sapoma, you know I did that. Apostle, this guy who wants to marry me, whatever I say, the guy says, no problem. Destination wedding. They are going to have a wedding outside Ghana. The guy says, no problem. He was a cow. And the girl is like, hey, there is danger. But if you had a word of wisdom, you can just project God. This brought something that is coming like an angel. <laughs> this brought something that is coming like an angel into my life. It's brought something real of it. You will know. If brought something is real, you will know. If he's sick, you know. When I hear and I, I hear that, oh, a Christian girl, a child of God, has suffered broken heart. Broken heart. If you had consulted your God, God would have told you that, hey, this brother Peter that you are think you are enjoying, <laughs> your relationship has a two months duration. <laughs> two months. Two months duration. Any question about the word of knowledge, wisdom? Any question, then I will go to the next side. How you are going to, how one can acquire these gifts? Any question? Hey, today, that's a joke. Any question? Hmm. Any question? Hmm. Any question? There is nothing. Hey. 
Hey, William. A whole prayer, bulldozer like you, ask me how the giftings manifest. Hmm? Apostle. Hmm? Apostle, please come again. You of all people are asking me how these good things manifest. So, Apostle, I'm not asking for myself. Okay, how, okay I'm asking you. Me, now I'm asking you. How does this thing manifest? Apostle, it is manifesting in many ways. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it can manifest in the form of vision. The vision can be open vision, it can be trans, sometimes it can be even a dream. Sometimes it comes in a form of hearing, hearing the message. As in hearing, I don't know how to put it. I, I mean, I don't know how to put the hearing, but sometimes you would hear. Sometimes it will come, it can come in a form of inspiration. Well, so, apostle, these are some of the all these things that you are talking about, it falls under discernment. <laughs> All these things that you are talking about, hearing, vision, everything, it falls under discernment. Don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. When it comes to how these giftings operate, voice, you'll hear, you'll see. At times you see with the physical eye. At times you perceive. At times you will not perceive. At times your body will, will react. I've taught you about five ways that God speaks to his people. I spoke about visions. I spoke about prophecies. I spoke about omens. I spoke about omens. So at times, you know, you'll be going somewhere. And there's a certain intuition. <clears throat> this place that i am going today i was supposed to travel i left home i left home but when i got to the fidelity bank on my road i just heard the voice retain and when i came and i entered into my prayer room i realized that something bad would have happened it was a voice that i heard to some, it will not be a voice, it will be your body, your body reacting in a certain way. I have thought about this. If you are not here, go and you, go to Yima. Yima, I think now my, my audio, I have to start selling it to you. What do you think? When they come and they request for an audio, audio we, take, we take 50 Ghana from them. Yes. Yes. Now I have to bring the business aspect of them ministry and get more money because money that is good though. money it is good money is very good money is very good so how can you acquire these giftings this gift of word of knowledge of wisdom i've already spoken to you that it is god that gives you must be yielded you have to pray for wisdom james chapter 1 verse 5 James chapter 1 verse 5 talks about wisdom. You have to pray for wisdom. And by praying and laying of hands too, some of these giftings can be impacted. 
This thing I'm not supposed to say, but I will still say it. Somebody like Ima, somebody like Cyril, I have impacted a lot of these giftings into them. That they themselves are, they are not away. Somebody like Africa. At times, after you guys go and minister somewhere, my, I'll, my spirit will just be dead. I will just be dead. And I'll be laughing. Somebody like Obri, Sami. Sami is limiting himself. Do you know why he's limiting himself? He's behaving like a policeman. When they're bribing all day. On Pentoqua. But the day Sami will let go his spirit and decide that now I am going to operate in the giftings of God, you people will run away. Somebody like Paul, I am using these people because they are the people that I call my own. They are always around me. But they themselves have placed a certain kind of limitation upon themselves. Somebody like Ajo Aduma. If it's a former, this is I shouldn't have let them know. Yes, I'm a moment to my own day. Ha! One is saying, I'm supposed to make a new hushi. One, why would you say, Because you are limiting yourself. I know the ranks of all the people that God has given me. And I know what I have deposited in them. If you're a member of TPS, there is something that I have deposited in you. There is nobody in TPS that I have not visited in their various home. You think me, I have time to come and visit you physically. <laughs> yeah. I would rather use that time to learn how to cook. Somebody like William. So stop limiting yourself. So these giftings can be impacted. And most of the things that I do, it is not that the giftings are not due. I am just sharpening it. I can be having a normal conversation with you. But I have connected my tube to your tube and I am downloading things fast into you. Then those who are very smart will catch, hey, Apostle, where did you go? Hey, I haven't gone anywhere. Don't come and worry me. So now when some of these people are talking to me, they are focused. It's not even on what I am saying. They are just waiting for me to leave. And suddenly, when I leave today, know that this man is not there. We are just talking on phone, but they know that I am gone. I am gone. Any question? So at times, you can also dream. 
the dream of Pharaoh in Genesis chapter 41. The dream of Pharaoh in Genesis chapter 41. It was a word of wisdom. So your spiritual wisdom increases when your woman capacity develops. You're spending more time on the way. You are living a holy life. You see, there's one thing in that. Sin gains the grace or the anointing. So if you want to know how sin does your body, just get a sachet water and use milk, needle to create holes within the water. That is what sin does to your body. To your anointing. So you think that the container is full. But no one should too. So when something thought it has strength, something had always been defeating the, the, the Philistines. When he thought he had strength, When he thought he had strength, and like to like to go. She, 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 you know. So just focus on God. Be a child of God. Don't even seek the gifts. As long as you are always in communion, you are in communion with Him. Surely these gifts will automatically. Overshadow you. Me, I've not been to a trip before. Passport stuff I don't have. But at least those who have been there before, if they go cry and nothing happens to them financially, at least they are scared. You don't say, yeah, scared, no, at also. All because of the atmosphere, because of the weather. So as long as you are with God, even when you are struggling with certain addictions, as long as you are with God, as long as He keeps on rubbing on you, before you realize the things that you used to do, it keeps on reducing, reducing, reducing. One day, I are there. This thing, I'm not going to smoke again. And that's it. You will not be able to smoke again. But if your focus is, hey, I want the word of wisdom. But this word of wisdom will destroy you. Any other question? If there is no question, I will end now, God willing, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll talk about the key pointers about the word of wisdom. I am tired. I have to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Quickly, quickly. Now I'm poor. Ask, Susie. Okay, I have a question. Please. There's something that usually happens to me. It comes as if it's a guess about some things that will happen to people's lives in future. 
times it comes to me in the phone. And then when I tell the people through conversation, sometimes they get upset. And so I stopped doing that. If something comes to me as a voice or through dream about someone, I don't tell them. I want to know whether it has to do with any gifting of wisdom and what I'm supposed to do about it. Uh, it is. So when it comes to the word of wisdom, eh, we have to. We have to. We have to. There are people that came on this earth with a certain package. As for them, it is from birth. They can be of God, they cannot be of God. They can self predict about the future, they can foretell about the future. But with yours, it is not everything that you see that you tell people, oh, sure. When you, at times, when you see certain things, you just have to ask God, God, what should I have to do with this information? If God tells you to do ABC, then you do ABC with those information. If God says ignore, recently I think that I was with somebody. Who was I with? And I was showing the person, oh, this person is going to die the next day. This one is going to do this. This one is going to do that. I have seen all right. But it doesn't mean that, hey, Master, you are going to die tomorrow. So even when you get the word, I will come to that side. How to communicate the word is very important. And that is why. You see, one day somebody will be proposing to a girl and I will hear. Then I'll go and tell the, the wife what the husband is doing. Good. So, Susie, it could be the word of wisdom, but you must also learn how to communicate. I mean, if you tell me that I'm going to die, I will slap you. Sure. So, you must learn how to communicate the word. You must learn how to communicate it. So, when we have the school of the prophets, it was not only about the spiritual aspect, but the application of knowledge. We have something we call the psychological aspect of the of, of the giftings of God. If something bad is going to happen to Sapoma, and you tell Sapoma, you don't find a very nice way to tell Sapoma, and you put a certain fear in her, you have defeated the purpose. <laughs> But at times, there are certain things you have to be open. There was one lady who used to come join us. She left the group because I have said she's an spiritual marriage. But the truth was, she was also married to a snake. 
and she herself has an, an aspect of her life which is a snake. So I have to let her know that I know how she is operating as a snake. The next day she blocked me. Is she? You have blocked me. Me. Me, I don't need people. So those under the sound of my voice, I want you to know, get this thing in your head. Tell your other, your other people. But there is only one person that I depend on. That is God. As long as my conscience is clear, I don't care what you people do or say. You cannot defeat me spiritually. All the bad physical, so I will run away. You will not get me. If you take me to court too, I will win the case and I will make sure that the judge finds you and give me the money to chop. So Susie, communication is very important. God willing, tomorrow I'll be focusing more on, on it. At times you have to give the word to them, but how you present the word to could be an issue. Some of you indirectly have spoken to you today. Indirectly, I've told you so many things in the conversation. Ah, this thing, this thing, this indirectly, I'm telling you to do something. So we have the word of wisdom and what I call spiritual wisdom. So when you read Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 19, 16, it talks about spiritual wisdom. And the spiritual wisdom, it is growth based on the word of God. So as you begin to study God's word, you will begin to learn how to communicate when some of these things are made known to you. If there are no more questions, can we end the session? It was 12 to 1. It is now 2 to 12 to 2.16. I am tired. Go and prepare for tonight. Tonight, it will be more of prayers. And it is, it is basically on dreams. Disallowing negative dreams. So come and pray. And when you are done praying, I am believing God for a certain grace to minister to his people and deliver his people from bondages. Is there any more questions? If there is none, then let's end the session. Abba, so please, you have to pray for me. I am not praying for, I don't pray for people in the new session. No. Don't you know? Huh? In the new session, I joined the session as a teacher. I don't join the session. There are certain things I can, I can pray for whoever I have to pray for. But it will be easier for the enemy to contend with the prayer. So I only pray for people when I am at a certain level of dominion. So please tell that lady to meet me in the new session, in the evening session. Whatever I saw, 
about her today. If the thing will kill young Kabanaku, we would have Why? We should meet in the evening session. And everything will be fine. Good. Then can we end the session now? Okay. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to to learn from your word. Bless your your sons and daughters and intervene, oh God, in all our endeavors. Amen. Enjoy the holiday. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ.